proud to present Late Show of Passion. Jeff, what's up, saucy balls? Uh, uh, you know, just garaging it. Hey, we got we got some technical difficulties, Eric. What are you cutting doing? Out on me already? Like uh, your audio, my audio's cutting in and out. Yeah. How is it now? It's better. Sound okay? Yeah. All right. Maybe it's just because we just got on. I don't know. Hot mic. <clears throat> yeah, the mic. The levels are pretty good. Uh, speaking of Pod U, I got uh, I got a Pod U final uh, tomorrow. Oh shit! And then one more week of uh, Pod U uh, on May third, and then I will be officially done with two years of Pod U. Halfway home. Halfway home. Yep. They, they didn't give you the full paper. It's a four. It's a four year program, Jeff. Son of a bitch! You better be learning some great podcasting skills. Yeah, it's. I'm gonna be a. I'm gonna have a bachelor in arts and podcasting. But nice! Congratulations, Eric. You're almost there. I think uh, the audience better give you a fucking warm, radio-worthy round of applause. Yeah, let's do it. Audience, give me a fucking round of applause, will you, for coming halfway home on podcast my podcasting degree? There they are. Ooh, fresh can of dew. I had to get a Jeffrey Weiser. Oh, nice. So yeah, what's been going on, Jeff? Not shit, dude. Uh, snowing again in Denver. Yep. You know, 420 snow. Yep, I thought about it. Snowed uh, on 422 here. Really? Yeah. What the fuck's going on? I don't know. 420. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just... Uh, it's uh, been a little bit since old mania. Yeah. Uh, I have what you would uh, call the business. Uh, I don't know if they call it the business, but I'm going to coin it. If not, a WrestleMania hangover. Okay. I feel the same way. You're saying you haven't been a good wrestling fan since? Not, I mean, I, I've kept up, but the motivation isn't quite there. What with the reset and everything, I mean, WrestleMania week was absurdly wrestling packed. Yeah. Especially because I, um, I didn't watch everything live. I kind of uh, saved it closer to the weekend. So when WrestleMania weekend came around, I was watching all the NXT stuff, all of WrestleMania. I had to catch up on some Raws and Smackdowns and. Yeah, it's just a, it's a big push. There's a lot of wrestling. Oh yeah, a lot of wrestling. You just feel I just feel like I've shot my full load WrestleMania weekend, and I'm still smoking a cigarette. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> kind of taking it all in still. Yeah. So step back and relax. Yeah. So I I, I was a terrible wrestling fan. But yeah, it's been a it's been a good week. 
Um, I was going to do a 420. We should have done a 420 special and just played, like, stupid, uh, stereotypical, like, high school and college songs in the background the whole time. Zeppelin? Yeah, like, Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, yeah. All all the Peoria, Illinois. Yeah. Mid-2000s stoner classics, you know. A little dead. Tosh. Dude, uh, I meant to tell you about this, so, um... I was listening to the first Dead album, the self-titled. Have you ever listened to this? If so, it's been over a decade. This has a song that's just like talking about taking a schoolgirl home. Like, that's the whole song. And it's it's just unbelievable, man. It's just fucking, like... And I know perverted as fuck. It's just weird. Like, I just can't believe that there was once a day where that was fine. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean like a lot of shit you're like yeah I mean back then it was different but it's like like somebody like Bob Weir just came to the band was like yeah like, they're like hey, we got anything he's like Bob's like yeah, <laughs> yeah I, 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 I got something I got one about molesting a 7th grader and they're like yeah let's hear it <laughs> like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> holy shit that, that, that is a dark side of the dead right there I mean, you hear you hear weird shit. Like the more you pay attention when you go back, the weirder shit you'll hear, man. It's fucking hilarious. I was listening to DMX while I was uh, an, an ode to the dog. Rest in peace. An ode to the dog. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, all right, let's listen to some DMX while I'm mowing. And I thought I heard him say something about raping a 15 year old. So I was like, whoa. I mean, I, I stopped immediately. I was like, I have to rewind this. I cut the mower. I re- and, and sure enough, Jeff. <laughs> you were mowing the lawn? Yeah. <laughs> and I had to cut the mower. And sure enough, that's what was said. I'm not lying. He's talking about, like, killing somebody's wife. Like, I'm going after the bitch so she'll meet her maker. And if your daughter's older than 15, I'm a raper. Wow, that's a, a bold, it's a bold move, Cotton. It's just fucking crazy. It's just Jesus crazy, Christ. man. And then, like, it's just funny how they both happened at the same time. Like, I was also mowing when I heard the Grateful Dead song. Are you serious? And I'm like, what the fuck is? It was two separate days, but still, it was hilarious. You, you need to get a different mowing playlist, Eric. So I just wanted to share that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, the, the lyrics are dark sometimes. That's why I just shut up and listen to the tunes. Yeah, and I like to listen to the lyrics. I just, it's funny when you go back and listen to this old stuff now, and like I said, some stuff it's like, yeah, I get it. And then other stuff's like, holy shit. What yeah, the fuck? You are, you are beyond gone. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so what else is going on? Well, uh, according to my sources, um, wrestling had a another Black Wednesday of sorts. Oh. Where they just laid off a whole mess of people. Yeah, yeah. So did, did they tell you who it was? Because it's infuriating. They mentioned a couple of names, and I was very upset. Yeah, I'm sure you were. What made you most uh, upset? Huh? What, was, what made you most upset? Joe. 
Yeah, I think that's it. Night, night. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, are we gonna even? Are we? Do we have to retire that saying until he comes back? That's that's an excellent question. <laughs> yeah. we, we we might we might have to boycott that saying until he comes back because that T-shirt was on clearance over WrestleMania weekend. His night night shirt. I almost picked it up. Oh, you should have. I didn't know that. I would. And then it. they they decided to put his ass on clearance. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, the Iconics, the separated Iconics, they're gone. That made me so uh, mad. Oh, it's terrible, especially with what they're trying to do with the women's tag division. Like, I get it. Uh, it's annoying to hear, like, the marks. Like, a lot of wrestling fans are really annoying, Jeff. I'm sure you know this. A lot of wrestling fans are very annoying. And they're... I, I, I believe it. <laughs> I, I don't talk to enough of my sources to get a, a greater log on it, but I, I definitely believe that there's some annoying marks out there. Well, they just they they they're always saying the same shit. Why don't they do anything with this person? Or and you don't hear them say that until something like this happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the Andr- yeah. it's like the Andrade people. Like, like yeah, Andrade was great, but like I didn't hear you saying shit. You know, the whole time he was gone, then all of a sudden he's out of here, and it's like the biggest tragedy. Yeah. But uh, anyway, like. They they say that shit constantly. Like, well, why don't they use them? Why don't they use them? Oh, he he should be. A t- it's like, dude, they have like a hundred people, and there's like twelve segments on a raw. Like, you can't. Everybody can't get TV time, is what I'm saying. And I understand that. Yeah. And I get yeah. that. I'm not one of them marks that says that shit all day long. Like, I get it. Not everybody can be a top guy. But fuck the iconics, like and Samoa Joe, like that is unexcusable to me. Like they were good, Samoa Joe. The iconics, the iconics less so than Joe. Oh, for sure. For sure, I'm just an iconics mark. But yeah, you're right for sure. Joe, there has to be something behind that. The ironic part of this is, Eric was texting me over WrestleMania weekend, or maybe right after, and. We were, like, Eric said to me, like, dude, Joe's a Hall of Fame announcer for sure. Like, Yeah, he's going to be great. He's got a serious career in this. And then a couple of days <laughs> later, I hear he's fucking, he's got the boots. I'm like, what? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, he was doing, like, little, uh, little interviews with NXT guys, and it's so much better when that person is a wrestler. Yeah. Or at least knows the business very well. Because they understand what the... The guy giving the promos doing, you know? They understand yeah. what's going on. You just put some jerk-off in there, and it's not as good. Even the women, like... Most of them are just there, you know, they're broadcasters that are hot, and that's why they're there. Which is fine. Sadly, yes. <laughs> which is... Like, which, you can tell that they're not marks themselves, really. No, which is okay. I, I guess I'm sure they're great people and they get along well with the talent, but they don't they don't immerse themselves in the industry. Yeah, is what I that, that's what I'm guessing. Yeah, well, you're probably right because most of them use it as a stepping stone. Once they get that like ESPN job or whatever, they're out of there. Which I don't blame yeah. them. Whatever, man. I don't give a shit. I'm just saying, like, if you if you're conducting an interview and you actually know what's going on, it's so much better. Like, he was killing it. Everything was flawless. 
and then he's gone. Like, there has to be more to it. It must be something with his injury or something. I just can't believe that they were just like, we're done with Samoa Joe. That's just crazy. I hope it's short-term, but I think I said the same thing last year when this shit happened. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Iconics blew me because I think they're extremely entertaining. But I understand not everybody gets television time, but still, like you said, the the women's tag division, just leave them, put them back together. I'll forgive you. (laughs) Just, Just do it. Like, it's stupid. Yeah. I'll forgive your mistakes if you can bring the Iconics back and get them in the, in the picture instead of Mandy and Dana like that. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah. And then- uh, let's uh, segue seamlessly because we have new commentary teams. Obviously, what would Joe be it out? Right. Uh, on, on Monday Night Raw, we have Byron Saxton remains. Newcomer Corey Graves. Well, I guess coming back to Monday Night Raw. And the new man replacing Tom Phillips and the pants is, uh, I don't know if he's part of Metal Arc Media or not, but Adnan Verk, yeah, formerly of ESPN. Yeah, he is, I think. Uh, and then over on SmackDown, we have Michael Cole and uh, NXT IWC Mark Legend <laughs> and a uh, very polarizing figure, Pat McAfee, former yes. NFL punter extraordinaire. Yes. What'd you think of uh, Adnan so far? His first segment was about as rough as it can be. Welcome to the industry, buddy. But um, in all seriousness, like like you had mentioned, he's, he's got he's got to learn some moves. Like he can't just be calling it without saying moves. He like, hit him hard. Pretty crucial as an announcer in wrestling. He got him. But. He hit him. I mean, he he said the same. He said probably about as much on a uh, interview on a Levitard show, which I don't know how much longer WWE is going to be letting him do these external interviews. But he was on a Levitard show talking about it, and like, you know, he, he's got two professionals. Like, say what you will about Byron and Corey, they're professionals. They know what they're doing on the job for the most part. Yeah. So they're able to carry him. I mean, he's, he's slowly getting better. He's He was better this week than last. Yeah. He, they just got to, like, he hasn't spent any time doing any commentary in the past for Corey or Byron. He just got thrown in the deep end doing this raw gig. So they got to they gotta get time to gel. Yeah. I, I don't know if I like him better than Phillips or not, but, yeah, that's kind of my take on Adnan. Yeah, it's hard to tell so far. I mean, as of today, Phillips was better, but, like, he Phillips had experience, but it is kind of weird. Like, if if all you want's a straight man to wear the pants, like, what's wrong with Tom Phillips? You know what I mean? It's kind of weird. Yeah. Somebody doesn't like him. He had some quirks. Like him and Byron would get to whispering, like during a promo, and like literally, I cannot hear you whisper unless I turn my volume up to seventy from thirty. I'm not trying to do that, so. Like those are those are like minor occurrences that really pissed me off about Phillips, but yeah, like, no one's perfect, no one's Jr. anymore. No. Like Cole's a, Cole's a top dog, no pun intended, and yep. he's yelling in that name's ear the entire night, you know. Yeah. So it's got to be stressful on the new boy. Oh, I'm sure it is. Uh, 
It was funny though to hear hear Adnan that first night. Like, oh, he hit him. He got him. Like, there he goes. Like, it was crazy, man. He was just throwing out shit. It was fucking crazy. He oh took him down. Yeah, he took him down. But like, okay, we we see you try to slide through. Yeah, yeah. We know you don't know shit. He got a suplex this week. He was able to know what's a suplex. Hell Baby yeah. steps, Eric. Baby steps. And then McAfee, I didn't watch... Well, yeah, I, I watched SmackDown. I just didn't watch it super close. But, I mean, McAfee's McAfee. We've heard him before. I mean, not so much, like... what was He was on NXT, correct? Like, as a wrestler? He did commentary, too. what did too. he do on NXT? Well, yeah, he was a wrestler, but I think he did commentary, too. And then he did SmackDown randomly one night. In the past, okay. Like he's just—he's heavy on the personality for sure. But yeah, I mean, if he's going to be playing the heel role, you kind of do want a heavy personality, like heavier than Corey's. Yeah, you know, you want something more along the lines of King, right? Not not being afraid to just get out there with something a little controversial or a little polarizing to the WWE marks. Yeah, he should be decent with uh, Cole. You would think. I, I can get some heat from McAfee, too, like I used to from Lawler back in the day. Oh, yeah. Something about, something about his hair and his cockiness. Like, dude, you're a punter. Calm down. Yeah. Yeah, he's very cocky. <laughs> but, yeah, that could work I out. I love it, though. Yeah, that could work out. So, what's... Uh, I watched, like I said, I watched SmackDown. Uh, my takeaway is the Cesaro... Uh, Roman thing was pretty hilarious. What what about it? Like I didn't I didn't pay much attention to that opening promo. I just saw Roman coming out and doing his thing, and then Cesaro came out. But just how cool and and well, just how much Roman is bullying Cesaro. It's just hilarious. He basically is like, oh yeah. who who wants it next? Nobody wants it. He's like, tell him. I love when he was like. He's like, Paul, we're done here. Tell him to cut the check and fire up the jet. (laughs) Roman's promos have been absolutely amazing. Yeah, I swear people people are like, I don't know if it's just the annoying internet crowd or what it is. The the one wrestling fan like that I talked to, IRL, uh doesn't like Roman doesn't doesn't like Roman either I'm like dude you're blowing it like you're gonna you're you should be you're gonna regret this like you're gonna regret this decision down yeah the road. like he's hilarious man I love the fact that yeah. he's just the he's just the popular kid in high school yeah and Cesaro comes down in his suit he just looks like a complete dork and Roman just looks at him and is just like and just walks past him and fucking leaves. Like, fire up the jet, cut the check. I love it. <laughs> Jay Uso has another unsellable shirt. Yeah. I saw him repping on this SmackDown. It just says right hand man. Who's going to buy that shirt? Yeah, who'd want to wear that? It literally just says right hand man. Nothing cool about it. Yeah. 
Come on. What is WWE thinking when they make sure it's like this? They got some horrible ideas, man. <laughs> right hand man. Why, like, make a main event Jey Uso shirt. Yeah. They need a big, they need a, like, they need some help in the t-shirt department, the marketing. Oh, they seriously do. <laughs> um, it's rough. What what came of the Cesaro, like, was there any uh, consequences to the Cesaro-J match? Yeah. K-Fape consequences? Uh, there was, what was it? Well, no, I don't think so. I think it was just like if you want to get if you want to get to Roman, you got to get through me first. You got to go through the right hand man. Yeah, I think that's all it was. But just I a metaphor. I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm trying to remember how that match even ended. Uh, I, I don't know. My, my, my wrestling hangover, Eric. Take two of these and call me in the morning. Yep. But it was some kind of schmaz, right? Probably. It's probably a schmoz. I mean, but let it be known, Eric, that Cesaro is trying to put Roman on notice. Yeah. If Cole didn't say that himself, let it be known. Yeah. And they had a bunch of segments about this. And I, I don't know. I just It's just hilarious because it's like you want Cesaro to get that opportunity. Because, I mean, Cesaro's awesome. But then you're just like... You're not beating Roman Reigns, dude. Come on. Yeah. You just... No, they're, they're giving them the classic post-mania spot of people who aren't, like, serious, serious contenders, you know? Yeah. And I'm basically, like, one of Roman's la- lackey, like lackeys now. I'm just like, you're not fucking beating the fucking head of the table. Fuck out of here. Here's marketing man, Eric. Yeah. You should get a t-shirt. <laughs> It should. Uh, we besides that on SmackDown, there wasn't really much at all. There's this uh, tag championship that I went out for a ciggy during and didn't see the outcome. Did the Prophets win back the titles? Um, I don't think so. I can look. No, the Dirty Dogs kept them. I think the dogs got them. Cole's finally. <laughs> Pronouncing them right. Just took a couple of months. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tricky one. Uh, you got top dogs. You got head dogs. You got dirty dogs. I do have a I do have a recommendation though for you. Yeah. Go to uh, go to Peacock. Search for Nutty Professor. They got both of them. Oh, I've seen that. <laughs> Did you see I, it? I haven't watched yet, but I've seen it's on there. If it's not on the watch list, it needs to be. Oh yeah, dude, you got to see that shit. I mean, those are they're priceless. I, I got I got that on uh, one of those discount uh, grocery store DVDs a couple of years back, and watched both of them over again. It it it, it stands the test of time. Oh yeah. Yep, I fucking watched like the first. 20 minutes or so just like right now and when uh, Dave Chappelle's character man whew, what an underrated yeah. character fucking hilarious yeah there's nothing well, was that Chappelle's big break I don't no I don't think so it was that was uh no he definitely was around that was 96 
I mean, it was early, but no, he had done like he had like a sitcom spot, I think. Like not as a not as a character, but like a drop into like a Cosby Show or something. Oh, like okay. you know something weird like that, and then uh, I don't know half baked. When's that? About the same time. And I think like ninety eight, ninety nine. Oh, a little later. Wow, no, the milkman was better. Yeah, we'll have to. But no, man, that character like there's nothing like a comedian playing a bad comedian. Yeah. It's it's yeah he, he had the uh, Doctor Seuss type hat yeah big overall <laughs> suspenders hands looked, in his pockets like yuck 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 he looked fucking hilarious man it, it was just playing all the prop comedy notes yeah. so it was great I love when he goes when they're having the duel between like Buddy Love and uh, and Reggie Warrington I think is the character's name the Dave Chappelle and he's like he's doing fat jokes and he's like. Yo, mama, so fat, <laughs> and he just does one. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, yo, mama, so fat." <laughs> the bitch went to Sizzlers and got a group discount, and the crowd just erupts. <laughs> he's got, he's got, and then I love. I just watched the scene, the first one, like before. Uh, Nutty Professor turns into Buddy Love, like when he's still the fat guy. Yeah. And he goes there with the hot chick, and then Reggie's making fun of him, like really clowning him. Yeah. And I'm like listening. I hate that scene. Oh, he's it's fucking hilarious. At, I'm listening like real close when the scene's fading out to all his jokes, and one of the last ones he's like, "I guess we found out what's eating Gilbert Grape, didn't we?" <laughs> Oh, you know, the jokes are great during that scene. Oh. I, I I can't stand that scene is so cringeworthy for yeah. me. I'm a mark. I, I get played. Oh. I feel I feel for the clubs. Oh man, he gets him. He really gets him. <laughs> he gets him good. Who is sucking whose titty over here? <laughs> <laughs> Last time he felt a breast, it was in a bucket at KFC. Extra crispy. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's amazing, man. What a great film. And then I, I got to see the the dinner scene too, the first dinner scene, which is amazing. Oh, that's I mean that that's classic. That's gonna go down in oh in comedy history. Do you remember how many times we watched? We used to watch that. Too many to count, Eric. Oh, just rewind it. Play it again. Play it again. Play it again. That dinner scene. Just, yeah, I'll just start farting at the end. Oh. Too. Run your asshole by the car wash. <laughs> I love that part. When she's talking about getting the getting a colonoscopy. They, they, they say everyone should have one. I think about I'm going. About I think about going down and getting my colon cleansed thoroughly. And he's like, "Oh, you gonna get your colon cleansed? I'm a clean mind." <laughs> it's clean squeaky clean like what for being like man great fucking scene go watch Nutty Professor listeners it'll make you yeah, day if you're on a Wrestlemania hangover that'll, that'll, that'll help your hangover sure 
You, you <sighs> see the bill from Peacock, you're like, oh, Jesus. Go go utilize that bill and watch Nutty Professor. Yes, this dude from work told me about that. He's like, did you see Nutty Professor was on Peacock? I'm like, no shit. It was, it was a game changer. Do you remember what happened with Sami Zayn on SmackDown? Uh, him and KO had a rematch, a WrestleMania rematch, in which he just got tipped oh, yeah. out and got a count out. Yep. And then I think KO went chasing. I don't know if there's any aftermath, really. Okay. Oh, I remember yeah, that. Like, I remember the finish. Sorry, just before we forget, the finish to the Cesaro was a. Uh, DQ because remember Seth Rollins runs in. Oh, that's right. He had PTSD from the uh, from the swing, terrific swing at WrestleMania. <laughs> from the swing, man. God, I love how Seth hates that. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was an interesting. Like, where do we go from here if that's the case? Like, no Rollins idea. isn't trying to get in Roman's business. But Cesaro's in Roman's business. I don't know. Maybe... Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe they just tease the Roman thing and it's going to be Rollins, more Rollins-Cesaro. That could be. Trying to find their footing. Yeah. Oh, Eric, before we get into Raw, um, have you noticed that instead of calling it Backlash this year, it's now Wrestling Backlash? Yeah. It's WrestleMania backlash, Jeff. That's a terrible idea. Backlash. Yeah, I mean, we get it, man. Like, it's the backlash to WrestleMania. Like, we knew that. You didn't have to say it. It was heavy-handed already. Yeah, backlash. We get it. God, that, that pissed me off. Yeah, sometimes you just feel like a complete idiot. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? Why are you doing this to me? Like, yeah, I'm, why I'm, are you calling us WrestleMania backwards? Maybe it's why for, are you making everything so goddamn heavy-handed. I would say it's for the kids, but they don't care. Like that's no. not that's not how kids watch wrestling. It doesn't matter no. if it's called WrestleMania Backlash. Just call it Backlash. They don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> WrestleMania back. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's just another. It's another way to keep that WrestleMania logo up. I'm tired of seeing that damn pirate shit. You know how many side points there were, Eric? Oh. Over WrestleMania season. How many? Eighty-seven. I had to log eighty-seven times of them pointing the sign. That doesn't even include um, all the uh, implied sign points when the camera just pans over and has a sign in the background, bro. I ain't fucking sick of that <sighs> sign. Tear so, that thing down. you saying next year. It's still up? It's not up, but I mean, it's it, when you see the Backlash poster, it just has that same WrestleMania logo right above the Backlash. Yeah, get it like, out. Uh, We're done. Yeah. It's it's like the Christmas tree in January, bro. Yeah, you stage, you're welcome. Yeah, it was a great Until show. Yeah, it was a great show. Thanks for coming. See you later. Yeah. Good yeah. night. Goodbye.
<clears throat> kind of like y'all did Joe. Yeah. Your buttholes. <laughs> Your fucking buttholes. No, uh, Zolf... God, I can't talk. Rude and Ziggler uh, retained. Okay. Just so we're clear. Because the way... I mean, Street Profits had just did a, done an introduction for Bianca Belair, so I thought maybe they, they would have a clean sweep type of SmackDown and all be carrying the gold by the end of the night. Yeah. Nope. There we go. So, uh, should we get into Raw, Jeff, or do we have a Chicago Bulls update? Uh, we can do a quick Bulls update. All right. I'm actually I'm excited because I haven't paid attention at all. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so now it's time for Jeff's thirty-second Chicago Bulls update. Where are you at, Sound Man? Excuse me. Last I talked to you, the Bulls were sitting pretty on a couple-game winning streak. Started to gel a little bit. Headed into WrestleMania weekend. <sighs> Eric, it all went downhill. Mm. It all went downhill quickly. The Bulls proceeded to go on a five-game losing streak. Ooh. Not all good. last week. From WrestleMania Friday through the Friday after that. Whole bunch of losses. And then we heard last Thursday that Zach Levine is going to be out for some time due to COVID protocol. Eric, there's only 15 games left in the season at this point. We can't have that during this playoff push. Oh, Christ, what are we to do? So... The Bulls go into last weekend on a five-game losing streak. Playing without their all-star. But they do have the Vooch. So what do they do? We're gonna, once we get to practicing, we're going to completely flip the script. And we're going to try and be a big defensive team and win some games that way. Well, God damn it, They're able to beat Cleveland with that strategy. And then last night, they were able to take down the, or I guess Monday night, excuse me. Monday night, they were able to take down the Boston Celtics of, like, fifth place. Red Hot Boston Celtics, winners of six straight, with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Held these cats to under 100 points. Bulls get the W. And sweet Jesus, they need that W because they fell out of 10th place. Now they're back in 10th place, but it is very, very fresh. Fragile, Eric. No. There's a there's a dance for that 10th place for that last playing spot, Eric, between the Wiz, the Raptors, and the Bulls. And if you're not careful, Cleveland might sneak into that shit as well. We don't need that. No. Bulls are playing Cleveland tonight. I caught a spoiler earlier, and it didn't look pretty. <laughs> I don't know if the game's over or not, but Bulls were not sitting pretty at halftime. Let me just tell you that much. So currently we are sitting at uh, 
24 and 33. If the Bulls fans go perfect, including tonight from here on out, I can still get my prediction correct. Okay. But they'd have to win 15 games straight. So let, let's basically <laughs> put that one out of the bag. Like I say, we're sitting in 10th place, but it is it is about as fragile as Samoa Joe's WWE career at this point. So what's your confidence level out of 10 that they make it to the playoffs? Ooh. See, the schedule is added semi-lighted now. When Levine makes it back, it's going to get tougher again, opponent-wise. Like, they're going to be playing Atlanta, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, shit like that. Uh, I, I'm, I'm splitting fences. I'm going to say 5 out of 10, Eric. Okay. I, I'm not unconfident, but I'm not confident. So there, there is hope. Oh, yeah, there's hope. Okay. I mean, the teams they're going up against are Toronto and Washington. Like, there's hope. Those are two streaky teams, and the Bulls are just as streaky. And what did you say the record was? 24 and 33. 24. And my pick was 31, wasn't it? We don't know for sure, correct? We we have this question every time we do a Bulls update now. We have never looked back. Well, uh, I want to say it's thirty-two wins. You you think in thirty-two? I think your prediction was thirty-two. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was thirty-one. I'm gonna I'm I may eventually go back and find that, but I I might not <laughs> as well. We'll we'll see. Yeah, only time will tell as far as that. Yeah, Vucevic <laughs> is balling, Eric. Oh yeah. He's carrying the team. He's dropping he's dropping double doubles at thirty and ten. Kobe's back in the starting lineup. Markinen is just looking god awful. Really? Yeah. Just not strong. Just wants to sit at the three point line, doesn't cut, not good defensively. Which is fine because he's going to be a restricted free agent after this season. So if he wants to devalue himself this year, that's totally fine with me as a Bulls fan. Yeah. Keep his price low. Yep. But get your shit together, Lowry, for the country of Finland. Yeah, Lowry. That, that, that Bulls fans is your 30-second Bulls update. I'm so, yeah. I'm going to give you a round of applause, Jeff. Thank you for that. Give him a round of applause, audience. All right, well, the Bulls may fail, or they may not. Who knows? Still the second-best team in Chicago. Are the Miami Heat terrible? No, they're in the playoff mix. Okay. I was hoping they'd be terrible. I was just hoping they'd be terrible. I don't know. No, you know know Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy's not going to be that bad of a player. He, He kept the Bulls alive. That's true. So let's talk Monday Night Raw, Jeff. Shall we? We we got a return of one tag team that I'm excited for. Oh yeah, the uh, what are they even called nowadays? The Viking Vi- Raiders. The still? Viking Boys. Are they still the Viking Raiders? I think so. Okay. I wish they were the War Raiders. Remember the Viking experience. 
Yeah, they they they, they mentioned that, but I forgot that's their special move now. I thought they'd switch back to being the Viking experience, but they're just recapping their special move. The Viking experience. I, still, I, uh, I think either Adnan or uh, Corey Graves on this Monday's Raw uh, segued into a Jimi Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix quote. Like, Jimi Hendrix once had a song, Are You Experienced? And Benjamin Alexander will be asking themselves that after they got this Viking experience from the Viking from the Viking Raiders or something like that. It is, it is a bad, not a good metaphor. It's all bad. There is no plan. So right, the best thing on Raw right now, post Mania, has got to be your girl, Alexa, Charlotte Flair. Oh, definitely. Charlotte put out a couple of banging promos. Heel Flair is back. Hi, yeah. Heel Flair. Yeah, absolutely. Heel Flair is absolutely back. Yeah, I, I agree. She looks crazy. She always does. And uh, she she's bringing it with these heel promos. I agree. It's definitely good. And I'm, I'm trying to think, did Rhea not make an appearance... The Raw after Mania? I know she was on this one, but I, I don't think she was on the other one. I don't know. I don't believe so. How is that possible? I don't know. Maybe she wasn't. She's just not making a... She's not really making a splash for me as champion so far. I, I wasn't big on her getting the title. No. You know, that was one, that's one of my predictions that went wrong. Both in DraftKings Fantasy and on the show here. Yeah. Um, and they, they, they did Oscar dirty like they always have. Like this, yeah, there's no Oscar Becky possibility now. All that's out of the window. They do hurt so dirty. But, I mean, I don't think she's out, I don't think she's out of it. She got a win over uh, Flair this week. Yep. Yeah, no, I don't think she's out of it. I don't know what they're going to do with this title. That's that's kind of why it's like... I don't know. There's just It's a WrestleMania hangover, Jeff. You're so excited to see what happened at Mania and the, all the stories and everything, and now we're just like, well, you got Asuka, you got Charlotte, you got Rhea. Yeah. You got Seth, you got Cesaro... You got the big dog. <laughs> yeah, we're just, we're just putting some pieces in place. You, you figure out the story. Yeah. Seriously, there's nothing. I do love how Oscar called Charlotte a bitch, though. And, and oh, it's great. Oscar Manor. The Charlotte was about, about to pull a classic racist and just keep interrupting the intimidation. Yeah. No, Oscar, shut up. No, you shut up. What she said, I'm gonna beat your ass tonight, bitch, or something. Bitch, like that. I don't know, but she kind of, she kind of did like Jesse from uh, Jesse Pinkman from. Uh, what am I thinking here, Jeff? Did you ever watch that show? Full House. No, no, no. Jesse Pinkman. They sold meth. Breaking Bad. Oh, oh, okay. She kind of did. Kid. Yeah, she kind of did one of those like, I'm gonna beat your ass. Bitch. Yeah. 
It was amazing. It, it was so cool. Bitch. Yeah, she 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 emphasized the bitch. Oh, she got her she got her ass good. Um so yeah, I don't know where that story goes. If they want to do a triple threat. I mean triple threat would make sense for WrestleMania Vengeance, Eric. <laughs> yeah. Or backlash. Excuse me, WrestleMania backlash. Yeah, backlash. And the other uh, worthy uh, bitch note was uh, worthy dropping of the term bitch on Raw that really wowed me is uh, Alexa Bliss. She explained um, her new friend. Lily? Yep. Last Monday after Raw, they 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 did the uh, they did the pan out from the tight frame, and Eric, I'd be lying if I didn't if I wasn't hoping that Nikki Cross would be on the other swing, like in, in that demented heel role, as if she yeah like brainwashed Nikki somewhere along the way. That'd be great. Like, that would've been fucking cool. Yeah, that's a great that's a great idea. But no, they went with this doll, this <laughs> terrible looking doll. Yeah. Like her kids gonna be scared of this? Cause I'm not. I, I'm. I can't take that doll seriously. I don't know. I I didn't see this segment. Uh, you're talking about the the, like the raw that just happened, right? Uh, well, this. I mean, they they gave her a quick visual introduction on the last raw. That was when I was talking about the tight frame when I was hoping to see Nikki Cross. Yeah. But on, on this raw, Alexa gave you a little backstory on the doll's name, which is Lily. And apparently Alexa's had this doll all her life. But if you look at the photos, they look incredibly photoshopped. Yeah. See, that's and, what uh, I... she's telling a story. She's like, one day me and Lily were playing on a swing just like this. And another little girl came up. I asked for a bite of her ice cream cone. She wouldn't give me a bite of her ice cream cone. So I pushed that bitch off the swing. And she <laughs> broke her arm. And I took her ice cream. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh shit! I pushed that, <laughs> that was awesome. bitch off the swing. Like she, I slapped she, that, that bitch. Her, her mood in that role. Yeah, she just did one of those. She's like, I pushed the bitch off the swing. I slapped that bitch. No, I heard the performance was was pretty good. People liked it. I don't. I don't know if anybody likes the Lily thing yet, but Alexa's performance, they said, was decent on this last one, and. I heard the same thing, so I was excited to see that segment. I just didn't get to it. Because now the... we're very far removed from Mania, Eric. So let's talk about the reaction to Fiend because I heard the the IWC was not happy with having the Fiend lose to Orton or having Bliss betray the Fiend. Yeah, I I didn't look into the IWC too much on that. I know I was. I, I, I wasn't in love with it. I was kind of confused, you know? Like, I, I, I like you could understand that she somehow betrayed him. But you're just kind of like, what? The, the, the act of the betrayal was what confused you? Yeah. It was, conf- it, yeah, it was, it was puzzling. I mean, <laughs> right. she's just wearing a little hair braid that starts... Not bleeding, but like oozing black fucking liquid all over her face. And yeah. Bray is completely distracted by this, you know? Yeah. Like, what? Am I, is, there, is there another piece I'm supposed to be getting here? I don't know. 
It was kind of silly. And, they, and now they come with the doll and just like so far it seems like they're just trying to erase the WrestleMania stunt straight up. Yeah, they didn't they didn't comment on it at all yet. Well, yes they did. I guess they said like when she first like talked about her backstory like on the first draw after Mania when she was like then this talking about how the fiend like took took her under his wing and then she realized that she didn't need the fiend so I guess yeah. they, I guess they touched on it but still like what, what are we doing with the fiend now they're just separated yeah they're like a divorced couple Eric they just go their separate ways and live their fiendish lives I guess I don't know maybe one of his characters will go fuck with Lily well I mean did you see the fun house on last week's Raw? Uh, I don't think so. It was after Bliss's part. And uh, Sister Abigail was the one who was given the uh, hot takes. Or the polarizing takes. Like, like, good, fuck that bitch. Basically is what Sister Abigail in the window was saying. And Bray was just, <laughs> Abby... You know, yeah. Like we don't talk like that. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, they're they're like a divorce couple. Okay. Well, we'll see where it goes. I guess we'll, we'll see how it plays out. WrestleMania reset. WrestleMania yeah. backlash. Yeah, WrestleMania backlash, man. We don't fucking nobody knows. Everybody's just like, yeah, there it is. That's what that is. <laughs> how do you? Uh, I I wanted to. We've, as we're winding down here, I ha- I must go back to uh, Apollo Cruz's fake patois. How are you still? How are you feeling about it now? <laughs> I, I I inadvertently boycotted the Nigerian drum match. Oh like, yeah, because Peacock was nonstop. That was when I decided to have a cigarette. Yeah, was during that match. So out of sight out of mind and then I saw him on uh, this week's episode on Friday's Smackdown with I guess the Nigerian nail is that what we're calling his hench guy no he's the Nigerian prince or something the oh. the spe- his finisher is the Nigerian nail okay that's where that term comes from I just heard that and wrote it down or uh, Nigerian general or something I don't know he's got some kind of name like that it's that dude from. You recognize him? He's the. That, Where is he from? He's that dude from the uh, Raw Underground segments, Dabakato. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's why I recognize him. Yeah. I got you now. Yeah, that's his new guy. At, at first, I thought I was just confusing him with, like, Damien Priest or something. I'm like, why do I. Why does this guy look kind of familiar? Yeah. But no, the the accent, like, ever since you told me about it, it's just so funny to me. Like, I can't... I don't know how to take this thing. Like, it sounds... The reason why it sounds, like, in bad taste is because it sounds like a guy that's trying to make fun of that accent. You know yeah. what I mean? It just sounds like a white guy doing a Nigerian accent, somehow. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, because he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, it's just crazy, man. Because it's like, man, it sounds like 
sounds like it's in poor taste, but it's like, how could that be? Like, he was born in Nigeria, I'm pretty sure. But like you said, he... Right. <laughs> so that's like, okay, so it should be fine. But for some reason, it's still very weird. It's just an interesting, yeah. it's an interesting just, case just for me. Eye, it, it hits the eye of the ear wrong. Yeah, it's, it's strange. It's so strange, man. So I, I still don't know how to, what to feel about that accent. I mean, I, I think he'll, I think he'll go away in a couple of months. That's why I'm open for. Or sweep that shit rug, Vince. He might, or you just, uh, or we'll get used to it. Like that'll happen if he does it for a long time. I, I guess. Um. Any other news from Raw I want to get to? Is Reginald gone? Was he part of the Black Wednesday? I don't know. I didn't see him. I haven't seen him on a show, but I didn't. I didn't hear that name. I haven't seen him. Huh? That's interesting. I don't and know. Him and I were going pretty heavy there for a while, and now all of a sudden Garza popped up on this week's Raw to say something to Nia. So did uh? Didn't uh? Uh, Umberto Carrillo also make a Carrillo did make an appearance Eric, with uh, Sheamus okay I mean not with Sheamus but like I think Sheamus did some sort of open US title challenge and Carrillo came down and instead of having a match Sheamus just beat him up to like set an exa- show an example I don't okay I, I guess Sheamus is playing a heel role, but I, I like his role. I like suspenders and wife beater Sheamus. Oh yeah, Sheamus. Cap Sheamus. Sheamus rules, man. Sheamus, the finish to, <clears throat> to uh, Sheamus versus Riddle at Mania <clears throat> was a chef's kiss for sure. I'm trying to remember that now. It was the. Riddle did like a backflip or something and then Sheamus bro kicked him in the middle of yes. it. Yes. Yes, that was awesome. It was he, brutal. he took it like a champ too. Great fucking match, man. It's it's the main event tonight too was a great match. But for yes. some reason that match sticks out to me. Like she I love watching Sheamus, man. He really fucking He's very stiff. And you get him with certain yeah. certain people and it's just great. Like him and D Mac. Him and uh, him and Riddle was really good. I thought it was a great match. Yeah. Even with the one little spot where he botched it, kind of. Do you remember he was going for the white noise off the top rope and he lost balance? Oh, uh, yeah. But instead, uh, like... Regularly, Eric. Oh, that's not night one. Yeah. Well, he didn't, he didn't really botch it. I mean, he fell, but he caught him. And then he just did yeah. it. So it wasn't bad. But yeah, that was a that finish was amazing. So yeah, I'm I'm a big Sheamus guy. He won you over, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah, one more thing you want to talk about a Haas fest, Eric. First off, Vince still listens to the podcast because he did exactly like we suggested, and he separated Retribution from Mason T Bar, and now we got Mason T Bar as just the goons of Bobby and MVP. Right. Yeah. 
And they lost their masks. Which is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. And they took the masks off, right? Yeah, D-Mac demasked them. Say that five times. Yeah, okay. Hell yeah. But there's still Mason T-Bar? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I like him with or without masks. It was a Haas fest, Eric. And then Braun came in, team with D-Mac, and they came on in a match. Jesus Christ. That's a lot of meat. That's a lot of meat and potatoes. <sighs> yeah. so I, don't know, I don't know where Braun... I mean, Braun's classic fit now. Hell yeah, he's fit. I mean, everyone's fit now. Everyone's still on that hangover. Yeah, he's fit now big time. But his match at Mania was great as well. We gotta give we gotta give props there. Braun, oh, the cage, yeah. Braun and Shane, that Absolutely. was a great fucking match, man. Shane took another extraordinary bump yeah. from the top of the cage. Yep, a flat back bump from the top of the cage. It was great. It was a, a unique spot. That's I didn't see that one coming. I thought we were gonna nah. get the I thought we were gonna get the shooting star press off the top, which I was very excited for. But Braun ripped through the cage as well, man. Like that was cool. How yeah. often do you see that? No, never. That was cool. Yeah, night one ruled. I really night one was a crack. Yeah, and night two was good too, but it wasn't it wasn't as good. Night one really nailed it. No doubt. Is there anything um, else from Raw? Anything else? Uh, I don't need any more uh, Ms. and Mrs. promos during my Raw. Thank you very much. Yeah. Seriously, Amen. You're going to have a three-hour show, and you're going to dedicate half of your hour to run a fucking promo for another show on USA. Get the fuck out of here with that. Yeah, nobody likes Like, Is there any wrestling fans that watch that? I don't think so. I, there's got to be some, Eric. Are you kidding me? Who else is keeping that alive? No, you'd be surprised, man. I've talked to, like, those kind of shows are for people that don't watch wrestling. Really? Absolutely. I've talked to several people. Same with, like, the Bella Twins show? Yeah, I've talked to several people. They're, like, t- like talking about Total Divas. Like, yeah, they're they're all wrestlers. Like, it's it's cool. Like, I swear, man. I don't think wrestling fans watch that shit. Wow. Okay. I guess I learned something today. Unless I'm wrong, I've talked to people that have been commenting on like rest on shit like that, and I'm like, "Oh, you watch wrestling?" They're like, "No." No. It's just like reality. They're like reality fans, you know. Yeah. Reality TV fans. Yeah, people can get deep in reality TV niches as well. Like I. Guess that makes sense. But yeah, um, I agree. I and Shayna might be breaking up. Oh, you think? I don't know. They're gonna keep teasing us that probably for as long as they tease Sasha and Bailey becoming a feud. Yeah, <laughs> three years. Yeah, three years of Nia and Shayna on the fence. And we never got the Sasha Bailey uh, WrestleMania. Or did we last nope, year? No, that's still TBD. They'll, they'll rehash that a couple of years down the road. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bianca and Sasha. Whew. Yeah. I got emotional. 
That was a good one. Although, when I watched it the first time, it was... Uh, I don't know why. It was like... It was a high... It was a high spot of the night. There was a lot going on in the room. So I had I had to go back and watch that one. <laughs> but yeah, it was a great match, man. Yeah. Great match and good for Bianca. Yep. It was it was a lot better than than Rhea's for some reason. Uh I think it's just cuz I don't know. Rhea like literally just showed up and now she beat Oscar. Like come on. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> Let's... This is my brutality, Eric. Yeah. Yeah, and this is my brutality. I mean, that's got something to do with it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I, I'm coming I'm coming to Colorado, Jeff. Oh, yeah. I, you got, I got that text yesterday from you. Yep. Coming so... out to see the mountains. Is that... <laughs> Yep, we're coming to see the the mountains. So make sure you get that day off so we can do something. For sure, dude. May th- May thirtieth. It'll be a blast having you out here. Bring lots of water because water runs the Rockies. That's right. I, I do know that the water runs the Rockies. Um, do we have anything else, Jeff? We're at an hour. I'm going to give a quick shout out to Nancy, even though she doesn't even listen to this podcast, but her birthday, her 70th birthday is tomorrow. So happy early birthday, oh, wow. Nancy. Happy birthday, Nancy. Let's give her a round of applause. <clears throat> and happy 70th. <clears throat> I think that's about all on my card. Hopefully next week we'll be over the WrestleMania hangover. We got a little more stories to chew through. Yeah. Yeah, we got to. It this was a little bit of a nobody knows what's going on right now. Like I said, it's kind of like, "Oh, you got this, you got that. And that's what we got. It's good. It's fine." Oh yeah. And they swept Hogan under the rug and made it too like they should have. <laughs> oh yeah. I just remember that. Yeah, they did. They fucking... They gave him the mandatory once-a-night spot, and then they swept him away in a, in a crowd of booze. Yeah. I was going to say, could you hear the booze? Minor. Yeah, minor booze. But uh, mm. the Mike Ryan on the Levitar show was there. He said it was cascading if you're actually in the audience. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what I was just about to tell you. Reports are that... You know, obviously we got the piped-in bullshit, but in reality, he was getting booed off the stage. Isn't that wild? he decides to put on a pirate suit. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right, Jeff. Well, I can't talk anymore for some reason. (laughs) I'm losing my voice. So we'll do it again next week, huh? Yeah, how are we going to sign this off now? Until Joe gets back. Um, <coughs> I have to. I got a fart. And good night. Oh no, that wasn't good. That's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. Um, let's say we'll just say for now. Uh, we'll just say. Bring we could, back Joe. 
Yeah. <laughs> was a simple bring back Joe. Bring back Joe. But now I don't understand. Start calling him. Now I don't. Now I don't understand. Good. Huh? I said, okay. 